Hey, 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 how's it going? Hopefully you can see my face now. I got this little pop filter in the way. Uh, but yeah, what's going on? Welcome to the Puro Caballero Show. This is the podcast studios here, a.k.a. my motherfucking bedroom. And how you doing? <laughs> it is Saturday, May the 8th, and it's fight night. That's what we doing. That's what's going on. I got a TV going on over here with the UFC fights. I got uh, the boxing going on on my laptop. And yeah, shit's popping. Action's happening. But uh, yeah, this is the first time we're going to do the podcast here on Twitch. This is going to be the new norm. And I hope you all like it. I'm going to try to take this video, dice it up a little bit, and start a new YouTube channel and get that up and popping so you can watch it whenever, wherever. Let's get the show on the road, shall we? Welcome to episode number 90 of the Puro Caballero Show. I am your host, Mario Caballero, a.k.a. Tree Trevino, a.k.a. The Masa Pandan, a.k.a. The Boss with the Bigote. How you like it? Suck on this elote. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. What's going on? You. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Yeah, it's been a few, uh, few weeks, few months even. I think the last episode I did, if I look correctly was the yeah it was a super bowl episode it's been a couple months guys that's that's on me that's my apologies i had a couple episodes that we had lined up one that we actually recorded and i thought i had in the bank but my dumb ass fucked up uh the mic settings so uh we just got no audio so shit happens but uh we will get moha back on the show shout out to my homie moha he's a comic out here uh, in the LA area, we had good discussion about uh, world football, soccer, and what have you. Uh, but yeah, just wanted to kind of give you a little quick recap of what's going on in my life. As I mentioned before, we're watching the fight, so I'll probably do some commentary at some point. Um, UFC is going on right now. They got fight night. I think Donald Cerrone and Alex Morono is coming up next. So that's the co-main event. I think Michelle Waterson's fighting in the in the main event coming up um there was supposed to be like another fight that got canceled that was supposed to like headline this card but uh here we are more ufc fights uh, there's been a couple weird ones that i've seen i haven't been paying attention 100 percent to be quite honest with you guys but uh um yeah there's been some crazy fights that have been happening recently though man like the couple cards ago bruh big shout out to kamaru usman man just holding it down knocking the crap out of jorge masvidal that was just a ridiculous, ridiculous knockout, man. He took the snow, the soul right out of him, man. Just caught him clean on the button, man. Nothing he could do. Um, There's some other good fights that was happening. I know Valentina Shevchenko, she's just ridiculous. Completely dominant at the 125-pound uh, division for the females. Uh, but the real action was at the 115 title uh fight for the females man that was fucking crazy uh jale uh wang jali jali wang something some jali wang she got stopped by rose nama Yunus. and rose my goodness it's always good to see her right to the top she's a very interesting character we've talked about her on the show previously but uh but yeah big big congratulations goes out to uh to thug rose um <laughs> she put on a crazy performance, man. It was uh, it was a good one to see. Uh, but, uh, yeah, man, just some fight night action going on right now. I'm 
excited for my boy Nate Diaz. That homie. I want him to get back in the octagon as soon as possible. I know he just had a little bit of an injury. Had to push his fight back uh, a couple months. So I think he's going to be fighting at USC 263. He was supposed to be fighting at USC 262. I'm... Mostly disappointed because I purchased one of those like fight camp T-shirts and it had all like the the information and all that shit all up on that, um, which is not accurate no more because he's fighting on a different card. But hey, man, as long as he's healthy, that's the biggest the biggest thing, man. Um, yeah, there's rumors. There's a lot of talk about his older brother Nick, big bro Nick Diaz, getting back in the into the mix, and I'd be excited to see that. Um, we'll see. If, what kind of matchup he gets because the Diaz brothers are not necessarily the kind of guys that are just going to fight just to fight. Like they've already kind of established their worth and their, uh, you know, personalities and whatnot um, in the octagon. So in order to kind of get them to be motivated, you got to give them a a challenge or like a financial motivation or something else. Cause uh, they've kind of like established themselves in terms of where they're at. Obviously fan favorites, you know, Stockton slapping and all that shit. But uh, there goes Cowboy. Cowboy Cerrone. Always with the hat on. Um, but, yeah, man. like to see the Diaz brothers both fight this summer. That'd be fucking awesome. But, uh, Nate, he's got his hands full. No doubt. No fucking doubt. Leon Edwards is not somebody you got to play with. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, I, <laughs> I, I kind of feel for Leon and where he's at right now. But, like, at the same time, it's, it's weird because... Like he he was out for like almost two years of inactivity, and it's like it wasn't his ish. It wasn't his fault necessarily. Like the whole COVID pandemic and the the travel stipulations coming out of the UK were kind of crazy. Eventually, guys were able to come in and out, but fights weren't lining up for him, and guys were I don't know didn't want to fight him because they didn't feel he was worthy, or maybe they were you know bluffing a bit and really were concerned about his uh, you know his pop and all that stuff. But who knows, man? Who the fuck knows? Uh, took him a while to get some fights, and then uh, he finally was supposed to fight uh, Hamzat uh, Shemaev, who came up on the scene last year. And then Hamzat got COVID, and he had complications, so they kept pushing that fight back. Eventually, he had to drop out. They brought in Bilal Muhammad, who was like ranked like 13th or something in his division. And they're in a fight, right? And then all of a sudden... Freaking Magni coming over here poking the motherfucker in the eye a couple times, man. He had to stop the fight. So uh, that was like, a, I guess, a no contest because I think they ruled it like not intentional. I guess it wasn't intentional, but he had done it multiple times in the fight, too. And the second one was just so nasty. I think he got like knuckled deep into the eye. It was oh, bad. It was bad. You don't want to see it. Mm. That hurt me, <laughs> like just watching it. And I feel for Bilal because that was, that was nasty. Um, but, yeah, so that was like. Basically got a round in. He's got a round in in the last like two, three years. He's still a very good fighter, but we just haven't seen much of him, you know. And uh, as a guy who's kind of coming on on the on the rise, um, yeah, we <laughs> want to see more of him. But now he's taking on Nate. I think that's probably going to be his most challenging fight that he's had. Uh, obviously in the last couple of years because he hasn't had many fights to begin with. But um, yeah, man, Leon's still a scary fighter. We'll see what uh, what happens there uh, moving forward. I want to say that they're going to do that one in Texas somewhere, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, yeah, man. I guess that's the kind of 
quick little UFC recap. I know a whole bunch of other shit has happened. I got a ton of notes because I've been trying to do this podcast for like months on end, like I mentioned. And they're like all old and I just kind of got over it. And so I'm just going to go off of whatever the fuck I feel like talking about. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll see how it happens in this uh, Morono Cerrone fight going on right here. What's happening, Alan? Thank you for dropping by. What's going on, Xavier? Thank y'all for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Uh, every single one of y'all. Um, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Let's see what's going on here. I'm just sipping on a little Paloma. You know what I'm saying? little tequila and some damn grapefruit soda, squirt, squirt, soda, soda, something, something like that. I don't know. And some lime juice. So, boom. Cheers to y'all. Cheers. Mmm. Good shit. All right. Let's throw that away. All righty. But, yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> there's been a lot of movement in the UFC. I don't know if we talked about this, but the whole... Uh, Conor McGregor scenario and what was going on with him and Dustin Poirier. So now they're going to run it back and do a third fight after Poirier went and knocked him in the re- knocked him out of the rematch. So uh, so yeah, Dustin looks like he's kind of like passing up the opportunity to kind of fight for a belt to kind of try to get the biggest money fight, which I don't necessarily blame him for. Um, I can understand that reasoning, that logic. He's a guy who's also. He's a veteran, hasn't had as many big paydays, especially considering uh, if you compare him to like guys like Conor or even like Nate Diaz even, people are kind of the same ilk. But, uh, I mean, he's he was interim champion at uh, 155 pounds, eventually fought Khabib. But now he's, uh, I guess they fought at 155 again. Um, but he's fought up at 170. Or I think he can fight at 170. I think he had asked Conor to fight up at 170. I don't think Conor wants to do it. Which is a smart move on Connor's part because it doesn't seem like his power translates as much past 145. Um, when he fights up at 170, it's like even less so. You got bigger guys who have a little stronger chins. You might be able to take the punch a little bit easier. So, be interesting to see what happens there. But uh, but yeah, so the one was it 155 champion is uh, gonna be. Between Chandler and Oliveira, Charles Oliveira, if I'm not mistaken. Because uh, Oliveira's like on like a 13 or 14 fight win streak. And the other guy, Michael Chandler, had a crazy knockout uh, in his debut in the UFC over uh, Dan Hooker, who's from uh, down under, down in New Zealand. Not down under, but New Zealand, you know, in the ballpark. Yeah, <laughs> Dan Hooker, he had a crazy saga of having to quarantine for like weeks on end over in um where were they uh Fight Island is it Dubai United Arab Emirates some somewhere the UAE I think it was the UAE but uh f- fucking a man like <laughs> crazy he had to like quarantine like 4 weeks 4 weeks before the fight and then 4 weeks after so he didn't see his family for like 2 months it was some insane insane shit crazy and being in camp at the same time it's going to be wild and had having to deal with the loss and all that down and all that stuff. So, like, that was tough. But uh, that, that fight, it did catapult Michael Chandler right up to title contention, which I think he's kind of jumping the line a little bit. But I can also understand the uh, the marketing aspect of, like, how the USC kind of does things and that kind of uh, mentality and what have you. Because it's, uh, 
it's not easy to be selling and marketing all these fights all the time how they do so they got to be able to create some drum up some interest so i guess it's like the old established guy not really that old but the veteran versus the guy who's new to the usc but also is a veteran too so i i don't know i don't know chandler former bellator champ uh really really solid fighter yeah, uh, I think I want to say he's a collegiate wrestler. Done. He's got his own bona fides. He's uh, he's done his own thing. But yeah, man, that should be a good a good title fight coming up there. Um, what else? What else is going on? Oh, the heavyweights, bro. Got to talk about the heavyweights and the light heavies for a second. Fucking wild. Francis Ngannou is now your new champion at the heavyweight division in the UFC. I think he's the third African champion. Behind uh, Kamaru Usman and Izzy. Uh, oh, shit. Cerrone taking shots. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Got him up against the fence. He is clinched up, and he is breathing heavy, and he's got damage all over his face. Oh, taking knees. Oh, eat a couple more right hands. Oh, kick him back. Oh, but, oh, my God. Yeah, he's, oh, he's leaking. He caught another right cook. Oh, shit. And it's over. Morono, damn, swarmed him. Holy shit. I wonder what the first strike was i got him pushing back but he oh my god he was on the defensive donald cerrone takes another l fortunately oof, oof. that's a salty veteran if you ever seen one mm. my goodness oh cowboy careful out there bro fuck morono just took out a legend wild shit um yeah man like i was saying francis Ngannou though Holy crap. That dude has improved tremendously from the first time when he fought Stipe because he did not have a ground game whatsoever. And he was uh, he was kind of taken advantage of down on the ground. Uh, Stipe was able to use his wrestling, clinch up. Ooh, caught him, caught him with the right. Passes the defense. Boom. And a, here's the finish. Oh, I just hooked in a couple uh, right hands. It was going to be over. Oh, man, Cerrone was stumbling. But, yeah, man, Francis, whoo, man. In the second fight, he, he stuffed the takedown in the first round, and it was like picture-perfect uh, <laughs> takedown defense, man. Flared the hips out, freaking, uh, you know, um, took control of the neck. Got him in that uh, fucking guillotine and was able to keep him off of him. They got back on the feet, and then it was just like, oh, oh it's a matter of time, man. If he, if Stipe could, wasn't able to take down Francis, it was going to be a matter of time because that dude has thunder and lightning in his fist, man, like fucking Thor's hammer, bro. Like every time he touches somebody, they crumple, and that's kind of what happened. And it was kind of tough to see, man, because I, like, I really love Stipe. Oh, he was a tremendous champion, a heavyweight. Had that, you know, crazy back and forth trilogy with uh, DC, and has the most amount of title defenses of all time for a UFC heavyweight champion. But now it's a new era, and it's scary for everybody else out there, man. Because she's like Francis has to lose weight to make the 265 pound minimum or maximum weight. For the heavyweight division like that is like kind of uncalled for like he is yoked like he is not fat he is just just straight yoked bro 
crazy. His story, his life story is pretty insane. Like it is probably going to be a Disney movie at some point. Like it's going to be like somebody has to have be like optioning the rights to like his life story already. Has to. Has to. Like if they're not then fucking the studios are fucking up cuz like this guy was uh you know, born in Africa, um Cameroon, I want to say, and eventually try to make his way to Europe because uh, his situation was bleak. He was working in like sand mines as a kid. Uh, eventually made his way to Morocco and was able to, you know, made multiple attempts at border jumping into Spain. There's a small territory in Morocco that's legally Spanish uh, area. And by certain rules within the EU and um, stipulated that like if you're able to get in, into that uh, that territory you then will be able to be allowed into the country after serving a prison sentence or into Europe right it's some it's some some weird loopholes there but what that means is that they are very adamant of trying to keep people out from getting into that little territory right so I've seen documentaries. I think like it was a, a Vice or somebody, somebody online, on YouTube put together like a, a, a breakdown of this whole area. And so basically, they have the border patrol agents of Spain. I guess they'll take the migrants who try to get over across, and they'll kick them back into Africa. But what they do is they don't just drop them off like right there where they tried to enter from. They'll take you right deep into the Sahara Desert leave you there and say good fucking luck and it's up to you to figure out how the hell to get back and find civilization and what have you pretty intense and pretty crazy um francis he tried to cross seven different times and eventually made it over i want to say he was in prison for a couple months made his way to france was broke um because he spoke french uh because Cameroon was a French colony at one point. Uh, anyway, um, so he was in France, was dead broke, um, believe wanted to become try out boxing, and eventually they tried to convince him to go train in MMA. He did that. Uh, they paid him like $500 to fight and eventually worked his way up from there. Like, crazy. <laughs> Super late start into his like, MMA and, and martial arts career, but like, holy shit. You can't deny the physical abilities of this man like he is insane and he's only getting better guys <laughs> like whew. we'll see when guys get to the top if they plateau or if they decide to you know continue to push themselves in their career but man francis he's got it all right in front of him and good for him man like it's been crazy to see like his instagram page and how he's taken the championship belt and has brought it back to Cameroon and like gone back to the village where he grew up and has had dinner with his family and like the president of the country and like all these other people. And he's like treated like a God out there as he rightfully should like insane, crazy story. So big, big, big congratulations goes to him. And uh, yeah, man, wild. All right, so I'm looking at this. This is the card, UFC 262. So this was supposed to be the one where uh, Nate was supposed to headline. So it's going to be Charles Oliveira and Michael Chandler for the light lightweight championship. 
Um, which is crazy because Oliveira's ranked third, Chandler's ranked fourth. <laughs> um, yeah, but they're fighting for the belt, man. Uh, ever since uh, Khabib uh, vacated it, and they finally took it away because they were trying to get him to come back for the longest time. Did not happen. Um, oh, it looks like we have the main event coming up. Uh, Marina Rodriguez. Marina Rodriguez. Rodriguez. This damn uh, Portuguese. I don't know how to pronounce your R's. I don't know. Y'all y'all, y'all do you. But I don't know what the fuck. And yeah. I think we're getting ready for the Canelo fight too. There he is. There he is warming up. I'm going to have to put that bitch on when, uh, when it gets time. But... Uh, Woo, yeah, that's why I'm rocking uh, L3 right now, the jersey, because uh, my boy Saul Canelo Alvarez is going to step into that ring, taking on Billy Joe Saunders, and yeah, man, that's going to be exciting. They're at fucking uh, AT&T Stadium, Cowboy Stadium in Dallas. Woo, looks like a packed crowd, kind of wild, but fuck it. Oh, there's still one more fight going on, so we got a little time. We got a little time. We can chill. We can chill. Hopefully the UFC finishes, and then we don't have no conflict of interest going on right now in our viewing uh, priorities and what have you. But uh, but yeah, man, it's fucking wild. Uh, what else did I want to say? Oh, does it? Well, fuck it. We'll figure it out. We'll figure this camera shit out. Apparently the camera has autofocus. Um... Yeah, I got to change that setting, but I don't want to do it right now. So, oh, well, this is what you get. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, YouTube. I'm sorry, Twitch. It is what it is. My lazy ass out here. Um, What the fuck else? Crazy, man. Wild stuff. Um, Oh, yeah, so back to Francis. We'll talk about Francis. So he's a heavyweight champion now, right? Um, Now they're looking to figure out who he's going to fight next. Number one name that everybody wants to see is the former light heavyweight champion and legend in the sport, legend in the partying game too, man, John Bones Jones, who's moved up to heavyweight. They want to see that fight. I want to see that fight big time. Apparently, Bones has been kind of like, I want to fight him, but I want to get paid for the fight, which I can understand. I mean, he's been like working to try to put on a lot of weight, put on that muscle, get used to that. Uh, his calves are still skinny as a motherfucker, all right? <laughs> like, his lower legs are so thin, like, real thin. But his body, he's, get, he's getting bigger. You can tell. You can tell he's got bigger bigger chest, bigger back, and all that stuff. He's been putting in the work, been lifting. Um, I'm assuming been doing everything else that he's done prior to that, still striking, wrestling, grappling, and all that stuff. Um but, yeah, so now they're kind of at an impasse, man. I know Dana White's been, like, kind of, like, they've been going back and forth in terms of he said, he said with the negotiations and, and whatnot. And um, I hope it happens, man. They're talking about running it back between Derek Lewis and Francis. The first time that fight happened, it was a snooze fest. Now, I think both fighters are a lot more improved since that last fight and when that happened. But based off of the result of what happened, you can't be as excited to see that reverse matchup, right? It was just ugly. Guys were just like, you know, that was weird. It was a weird. It was a weird fight. Like Francis didn't have the same confidence that he had. 
um, that you know prior to facing Stipe for the first time, Derek Lewis, who has also got you know Thor's hammer in his fist, um, had knocked a couple guys out beforehand and was just you know unable to land those clean shots against Francis, and there was a lot of grappling. There was a lot of, uh, you know, sloppy ground game <laughs> for two heavyweights. Looked like there was a lot of panting and breathing from what my memory uh, uh, serves me. And it was a very disappointing uh, end to a card when they fought last time. So right now that's the leader in the clubhouse in terms of what the next matchup is going to be for Francis, which I hope they figure something out with, with Bones. Um Otherwise, I just want to see Bones fight again, too, because it's been a minute since he's uh, left the, the light heavyweight belt. So almost a year now, I would say. At least nine months. got to be at least nine months. Um, crazy. What's going on in this boxing match right here? Boom. Ooh, caught him with the right. Um, yeah, this is the last undercard before Canelo fight. Um, let's see. How many more rounds we got? The last fight was a 10-rounder. I'm assuming this is probably 10 also. I think there was like only four fights on this card, which is chill. Um, yeah, man. Crazy shit. Crazy shit in this fight game. What is going on here? All right. Oh, yeah, they're in the 8th of 12. Okay, shit. All right. So mm, I'd say probably like another 30, 40 minutes until we get this, uh, people rock, walking into the ring. Maybe longer. It all depends. These uh, pay-per-views are weird. Very weird. Especially when it's like boxing and the UFC go head-to-head on uh, pay-per-views on the same day. The, like the craziest one was when uh, Kovalev and Canelo were fighting. I think it was also the same day that uh, McGregor or another UFC, a big, big card was happening. And the UFC card was still going on when the last undercard finished. But they uh, decided to wait for UFC to finish before they walked Canelo into the ring so that they can get more viewers and more eyeballs on the fight, in theory. But uh, what ended up happening is they were just stalling, and you just see, you saw Kovalev chilling in the locker room with his, you know, his hands up behind his head, his feet up on, like, the, the couch and shit, just over there chilling, watching the fights. <laughs> it was a crazy sight to see. They were, like, intentionally, like, delaying it just to make sure they could time it up, but... uh that was a weird one. <laughs> well, I wonder if they'll do it here. They might. There's a chance. Uh, I I wouldn't expect it because this is like not as big of a UFC card. It's just a fight night card. Uh, there's no belts on the line or anything like that. So a lot less stakes. Um, but yeah, who knows? Who knows? I mean, this UFC shit has been blowing the hell up, getting that momentum. Fucking crazy, man. Um, hmm. So, yeah, man, Canelo, this is his, like, annual tradition of fighting on Cinco de Mayo weekend, which uh, I guess allows me for an easy transition to talk about what happened on Wednesday during uh, Cinco. Uh, shout out to every comic who was a part of the show, uh, me and VJ, who you guys on Twitch might know as uh, DJ Supreme Kai. Um We've been throwing comedy shows. I've talked about this before, but uh, we've been expanding, branching out, going to new venues, and it's been exciting. It's been real fun. 
Yeah, the last show that we did was on Cinco de Mayo, as I mentioned. Um, just had five comics, very, very hilarious. We had like Joe Beltran, David Mendez, Karina Reyes, uh, Stephen Briggs, and Frank Castillo. Um, thank you so much to all of you guys for coming out, doing your, your part. I definitely appreciate that, appreciate the support. Thank you, everybody who was in attendance. Uh, thank you to the Sunset Lounge out in Fullerton. That's where the, the party took place. Uh, thank you guys for hosting. As always, um, you know, all of our shows are sponsored by Michelada Time Mix. So thanks to you guys as well for helping to put us in contact with that with that venue. Um, yeah, I thought the show went, went awesome. It was terrific. Uh, I do have to say, I think my voice is a little hoarse, not just from hosting with like kind of a little bit like it was a bar crowd. It wasn't too rowdy. It wasn't too crazy, but it was, you know, it's a bar crowd. So you got to be, you know, elevate your voice a little bit, be a little more commanding uh, at least try to i guess <laughs> but yeah not only did i do that and i hosted the show but uh, this venue is also known for their karaoke nights so they had karaoke right after uh the comedy and uh your boy got on stage and did a song so uh yeah a little rusty little rusty <laughs> my voice was like it went like halfway through the song and i think i wanted to do uh uh, don't let no one uh, hold you down by war, or you know, you know the song. Uh, but they didn't have it, so they only had Cisco Kid. So I did Cisco Kid, but like, man, like I don't need that. That song's not even crazy. Like going, going, um, you know what I'm saying? Hitting the hitting the notes, not crazy high notes or anything like that. But my ass, my voice, my lungs, way out of shape. So. Yeah, man. <laughs> it was a little creaky at the end. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I will say, like, the highlight of the whole karaoke show was watching uh, David Mendez do some uh, do some uh, country music. That fool loves his country music, and it's fucking hilarious because he's a hella paisa-looking motherfucker. So <laughs> it's just uh, it's a, it's a funny... Uh, um, it can be a funny sight to see at times when people don't expect it. So <laughs> it was fun, though. We had a good time. It was great. Uh, thank you so much to everybody. Um, y'all did awesome. Um, definitely going to try to get uh, a lot of these comics back on other future shows. But uh, we got other stuff in the plans and in the works. Um, but, yeah, man, prior to that, we did have another show out in uh, – uh, this one was in Cyprus, Cyprus, California. It was at uh, Campus Billiards, and it was uh, it was another fun-ass show. That one um, that was a couple weeks ago already, man. Shit. Time would be flying, man. Time be flying um yeah man oh yeah so it was like on april 18th so that's when it was so that was pretty cool that was a fun ass show that was a great night um they were able to let us use their outdoor patio venue that they had um set up and uh yeah it was awesome they had a little indoor area you know the uh pool tables and whatnot a lot of beer selection and we just had, you know, the show running outside, and it was cool, man. Um, let me see if I can remember off the top of my head the comics that are there. Um, nope, not going to do it. I'm going to look at my lineup. <laughs> That's how professional I am. Jesus Christ, Mario. Come on, Mario. Come on, Mario. Oh, yeah, I had my boy, Dom Pierno. I had uh, uh, Quinn M. Alston. Quinn Thank you so much. You had a fun set. And also had uh, Galen Nash, Nessa Vasquez, uh, Angela Corsa. 
Who's first time I was able to get her booked on the shows and got good to see. I know she had she had some crazy shit going on in her life that whole weekend too. So I was just happy that she made it, man. I was re- I was really excited about that. And then um yeah, man. Ryan Radusinovich. Um and then uh, had Ernesto Ledesma close it out. And Ernesto did awesome. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. Um oh, he stopped the fight in the ninth round. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, man, that show was fucking awesome, though. It was um, it was a fun one. Um, there was a little bit of a heckling going on between uh, a couple people in the crowds. So, some of it was a little, uh, you know, a little, little iffy, you know, kind of uh, bumpy waters there. But I feel like the comics handled it, uh, for the most part, pretty well. Um, I try to make sure to get people who I feel... Are professional enough to be able to handle that shit so um you know i have confidence in the people i book but we had a little bit of a weird situation towards the end of the show um at one point i couldn't fucking find ryan uh, <laughs> he was supposed to be um you know second to last on the lineup and i had nessa up on uh on stage i was looking for ryan apparently uh my friend eddie diaz at eddie f and diaz on instagram this fool was smoking out Ryan somewhere in the parking lot, and I didn't know where the hell he went. So I had to, I was looking in in the venue. I went to the bathroom. I went to like the where the billiards are. I went outside. I, I was looking all around. I was like, where the fuck is this guy? I was freaking the fuck out. I was asking Ernesto like, hey man, can you be ready in like two minutes? And he's like, yeah, I got you, I got you. And all the while this was happening, I like didn't light Nessa in time. So I had her kind of like lurching a bit at the end too, and it was like, uh. So I I, I feel bad for putting her in that spot, but uh, we found Ryan and was able to get his ass right up on stage and shit. So, uh, but yeah, he did his thing and ended, everything ended up working out. But I was freaking the fuck out at that moment. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. But uh, but yeah, man. So that was another fun show that we put on. And um, besides that, I'm trying to remember what else we did because. Like I said, it's been a while. Uh, we had another one of the Koreatown comedy shows. That was cool. Um, the return right now is kind of in discussion. We'll see what, what ends up moving forward because uh, the layout and the setup is going to be different at the restaurant. So there's a potential that we may um, have already had our last show there at at uh, Beer Garden LA, which, uh, which would be a shame if we can't be all back and we can't figure it out. But, you know, I'm appreciative of the times we did have over there because we had some fun shows. And some really good crowds, and um, I've, I'm, I've, I'm happy to be able to have gotten the people that we've gotten uh, booked on the show so far. But um, you know, me and VJ, uh, VJ and I, we're gonna keep keep on keeping on. So we got other places and venues in, in the works and other plans. So, so that's uh, that's exciting. But yeah, so I guess our last show we had what Lin Sun, Adam Chong, Quentin was on that one also. Had Tom Whalen, who was uh, supposed to be on a prior show, but eventually came through for us. Uh, Elliot Mack, he was hilarious as always. Uh, Jessica Lee Foster, good friend of mine, and Rob uh, Metarosian. So, uh, Rob and Quentin, they've been doing a lot of sketches on Instagram. You've been seeing those all over the place. But uh, um, yeah, been running into those two guys uh, quite a bit this last like month and a half. And uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's kind of how things have been going. Yeah, man. Uh, two weeks prior to that show, though, we had... Uh, let me see. Where is it? We had another awesome lineup. 
this one. I had uh, Adam Hunter as the headliner, man. And that guy, that guy's a pro, man. He just brings the last per minute, like, bow, 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 bow. And, yeah, he <laughs> it was funny. I feel bad because I put him in a bad spot, too, um, at the end of the show. He um, had some, like, family, I think. I didn't know that he would uh, double park, like, right in front of some people who were at the restaurant next door, and they got upset. And so I kind of had to, like, end his set a little early just so he can kind of move the car. And I felt so bad about that. Like, Adam, if you ever see this, my, that I'm still I'm, I'm still pissed off at myself for letting that happen because uh, I totally thought you were cool with the car we had it. I know you've done, like, fucking 30, 50, 40, 50 shows since then, so, like, whatever. <laughs> it's like water under the bridge probably. But uh, just know I care. All right. <laughs> like these little things that matters to me. I try to make uh, do the best I can for for the people on my shows and, and what have you. Um, but yeah. Oh, we had Caitlin Allen on the show. She was awesome. Hundred CV. Tremendous, tremendous comic. Definitely book him if you can. Uh, Ken, Ken and Kaya. He was awesome. Uh, Mandy Martino, <laughs> VJ loved Mandy. I think he uh, he liked her set. She was she had some uh, some out there topics. I'll just say that I don't want to step on her material and what have you. But she was awesome. Uh, Ron Bush, oh my god, he brought the fire. I love Ron. Ron, you're awesome. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, he was fun. Tom was supposed to be on this show, but we ended up getting uh, Alyssa Potit, uh, another friend of mine. So she was able to come and uh fill in for us so that was that was really fun once again thank you to everybody um meets a lot of time beer garden la for helping us put those shows on and uh you know helping us do what it do but um yeah man what's crazy is like that that show it was march 23rd uh when it took place dude i got vaccinated that same day like earlier in that day and i thought i was gonna be okay and i thought i was gonna be cool but uh (laughs) i was fine for most of the show halfway through i uh i get like vj gets like a a a drink right it's some tequila and he's just like hey man take some of this um you know i got a little bit we'll split the drink and i was like all right that should be no problem so i pull up take the drink take a sip Mm. hit my lips and it was way stronger than i anticipated (laughs) but like as soon as i took the drink the comic was like all right, thank you so much. That's that's my time, whatever. And he was rap- he or she was wrapping up. I don't even remember who was on. They're wrapped up. I go back on stage. I pick up the microphone. I'm like, and like I swear to God, the biggest brain fart of all time. Like I'm gonna make a clip. I'm gonna put a clip up on Instagram. I'm gonna edit it together, of uh, me in that incident, and then me talking about it on stage like <laughs> the next week because it was fucking ridiculous. I fucked up. It was so bad. It was so bad. It was like. <laughs> like uh it was it was bad i can't even recreate it right now it was like um thank you for the f- laugh and comedy we're having doing more fun stuff next <laughs> it was like some fucked up bad it was bad that's all i know it was fucking terrible it was horrific i can't believe it happened man <laughs> but uh i had to stop and pause and it was like address it because i looked back and was just like all right guys i apologize i just got my covid shot this is how you know pfizer's working right now <laughs> i'm out stroking out in front of you guys oh man it's fucking ridiculous <laughs> fucking crazy wild <laughs> but yeah we made it work the show went well and yeah um was able to recover as best as i could <laughs> but uh but yeah that was my first shot 
the second shot that I got was a couple weeks later. Um, I got on April 20th, 420. So, yeah, I definitely didn't keep it chill, man. <laughs> like, everybody was saying, like, man, you get the second shot, it might put you down. But uh, for me, I was like, that was my birthday weekend because I'm, I'm, I'm a Taurus. So I'm like, April 24th was the day. So we had that whole, like, week planned out, right? And we were going to do a bunch of shit. And fuck, bro. <laughs> we did all that shit for the most part. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. It was it was a fun time. Like uh on April twentieth, we did uh we rented out a studio and were able to go, you know, mess with their, you know, CDJs and like the real cool um, you know, DJ equipment. And we took the camera and streamed a little bit of it uh up on this exact Twitch account and yeah, uh, I actually ended up using all of my high-speed data because I used the mobile hotspot to stream because the venue had very shitty Wi-Fi. So, yeah. Was it worth it? Maybe. I haven't been able to see Twitch in, like, three weeks. So, that's over with now. Or, like, two weeks. Something like that. But, uh... Yeah, I guess today it was back to normal, normal speed. So that's cool. But uh, it was uh, <laughs> it was a fun one. The only shitty thing that happened in that whole situation was that while we were inside the studio, mixing it up, cutting it up, uh, drinking a little bit, just don't tell them we weren't supposed to do that. Um, yeah, man, there was some idiot who was like in the parking lot and like came back and like hit the back of my car. So there's a big old dent in that bitch right now. Um, which I was really pissed off about, but thank you to the to the venue itself, the, the studio. They had a security surveillance and were able to get footage of the incident, and also got screenshots of their um, license plate information. So, you know, you know, it'll uh, it'll get all straightened out momentarily. It won't be too too bad. What does this shirt say, Canelo? Um, fucking A. Ooh, bam, bam. Watterson taking these to the face from Rodriguez. Um, yeah, man. So yeah, that was cool. So I got the I got the shot in the day, and then we did that at nighttime. And then afterwards, we went out to Koreatown too. Went out to some bar hopping and shit too. And this was all the same day that I had taken the shot. <laughs> Obviously, I was smoking throughout all the day, too, because, you know, you got to participate, right? I think I might have had an edible before I even got the shot in the morning, man. So, like, they were all like, man, you might be sleepy, you might be tired. I was like, I ain't going to notice. <laughs> ain't no way for me to fucking tell. Man. Oh, man. Like, you're going to be a little sleepy and a little drowsy. I was like, nah, man, not me. Definitely not me. That's my cousin's name, though. <laughs> a little sleepy. A little drowsy's my uncle. <laughs> nah, I kid. I kid. Jokes, jokes, jokes. Um, <laughs> I was fucking around talking about that subject on stage. And uh, shout out to the comic James Demon for helping me with that last tag. So, <laughs> thank you, sir. Uh, I think it went okay. <laughs> I used that one at my last show. So, it went all right. It went all right. Um, but, yeah, man. So, we've had a couple of those comedy shows up and running. Uh, I'm trying to remember what else happened here. Um vaccination oh yeah i did a set at uh vicky's uh club on melrose vicky's on melrose 
for Nick Polias, who uh, recorded a 30-minute set. I thought it went well. Um, thank you so much, Nick, for the footage. If you've been seeing a couple of those clips up on my Instagram page, that's from that show. Um, yeah, I had a fun-ass time. I'll shout out to Andrew Moncayo, shout out to Chica, shout out to uh, to Reverend Johnny, Johnny Stewart, um, everybody who was a part of the lineup, and uh, and for Nick, man, that was fun. That was a fun one. Oh, Karina Reyes was also on that show too. Karina, that was a fun one too. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Fun as a motherfucker. Fun as a fuck. Um, what else did we do? What else happened in late March, early April? <laughs> um, yeah, so we ha- I had a couple. April was kind of wild for me, man. Like, a lot of shit happened. Um, I got fucked over by tax season. That's what, that's one thing that happened. Um, so I'm owed a lot of money by the government. Where the fuck is it at, man? Like, eighth, like, come on now. I need this shit. Like, come on, IRS. Come on now process that uh um you know the modification or the revision or whatever for my taxes do that shit man california come on man i need i need that 600 where is it at where's that uh that another like three or four that i'm also due for like california state taxes like come on now i gave you all like a couple g's already uh i had to clear out some of my fucking uh savings account man so like your boy's a little vulnerable at the moment um spend a bunch of shit for for all the festivities that was going on last month so come on now help you out help me out help me out man come on it's fucking wild um yeah so that happened oh went back up to norcal for my cousin alex's wedding so big shout out to the martinez family um the new mr and mrs martinez um welcome to the family ellie Love to have you. Thought we had a terrific uh, ceremony. I'm speaking from my part of it. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure you had a great time. It seemed like you had a great time, both of you guys, both Alex and Ellie. Um, yeah, it was fun. Fun one. Went up to Sacramento. The ceremony was there, and um, yeah, we had a. It was a little different with the quarantine and with the COVID regulations and what have you. Like we had to play by certain rules, and not everything was available and open to us which made us modify some of the plans that we had. Like, it was uh, it was a little bit of an ordeal to make the changes. But I'm glad they were able to have it finally because the, the wedding was supposed to take place a year ago. Um, got postponed, like, three different times because of all this whole COVID situation. And I'm happy for them that they were finally able to get it, get it taken care of and handled. Obviously, you know, under normal circumstances, I think there would have been you know an even greater situation but uh you know you got to be appreciative of what you can do during the current climate the current you know current moment but uh yeah man it's uh it's crazy (laughs) it was crazy the fact that they were able to get it you know handled and situated is uh it's good to see. It was it was awesome. It was awesome. It was good to see my family who I hadn't seen in a while. Um, good to see a lot of friends because um, me and Alex we're like a year apart um, in age, so we grew up with each other quite a bit. Always seeing each other. My parents are his godparents and vice versa. So 
yeah, like we were really, really close growing up. So a lot of we have a lot of the same mutual friends. We played on a lot of the same youth sports teams and what have you. So, um, yeah, it was good to see some of my my uh, my old, old, old teammates, old friends. Um, shout out to Austin. Shout out to Jared. I uh, hadn't seen you guys in forever, so it was cool to catch up. And, uh, yeah, the uh, bachelor party that we had over in Tahoe was cool, too. I think we kind of ambushed uh, Alex and was able to go out there, had a had a fun time, had an Airbnb. And, uh, yeah, we had our fulfill. We had our fill of uh, entertainment and fun <laughs> and what have you out there. But, um, a lot of drinking, a lot of gambling, a lot of drinking. Yeah. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. So, we, yeah, we were able to get together again up in Sacramento, as I mentioned. A um, little bit of a situation on my part at the end of the night. Um, so, yeah, so we went to the went to the reception. Then we went to, like, the little um, – no, we went to the, to the ceremony. Then we went to the reception. The reception was a, was a cool location. It was um, a house of um, the bride's – um boss actually so that kind of was a little bit of an interesting dynamic but he had a wonderful home yeah we were you know real appreciative that he was let us use the backyard area to have the whole ceremony and whatnot and uh yeah food was delicious um it was just short and because they had the neighbors had issues with the whole sound and whatnot so we didn't get to dance as much as we could have normally they didn't have like a cake cutting uh they didn't want to like make it weird with the whole like you know touching the food and you know distributing food and cutting up cake and whatnot with covid so they had like pastries for other everybody which i didn't know about i didn't get any of those so probably for the better but uh um yeah my fat ass uh (laughs) Yeah, man, it was fun. It was fucking fun, though. I got to see some of my family members get drunk, which was which is always interesting. Interesting time. But uh, my ass, I was I was ready to party. I was ready to have a good time, man. So I had like uh, like a little weed pen on me the whole day. I was just kind of hitting that shit, you know, throughout the day. A new raw garden I had picked up at uh, one of the local like weed shops over there in Stockton. One on Hammer. Just got to line out the door every day. Um, so yeah, I picked up some some you know shit to smoke, right? And I had it with me. So I had it in my suit pocket. I had it in in this pocket like the whole night. I swear, like the majority of the night. And we get drunk. We go from that reception area back to downtown Sacramento. The plan was to go bar hopping at a couple other places. Turns out all the bars we wanted to go to were all closed and weren't actively open. So. We had no really good choice. We went back to the groom, the bride and groom's hotel room. They had a lot more alcohol over there. We all got together kind of as the party and kind of drank more there. And uh, not every one of us made it. (laughs) Some people had a blackout in the middle of the elevator and decided to like not leave (laughs) the elevator with everybody when we were coming up. I'm um, looking at you, Austin. <laughs> uh, yeah, bro. Like, what happened, man? Uh, <laughs> you need a key card to get up to the room where they were at. And he left and then was just blacked out and was just wandering the streets of Sacramento. And luckily, his brother found him and was able to get him home. But I still haven't seen you since that <laughs> elevator incident, man. So I hope you're good. Hope Portland's okay. Um, 
Yeah. Got to go visit, man. Got to go out there uh, to visit you, man. Got to do a Pacific Northwest trip sometime shortly. Um, hopefully in the summertime. I think that'd be cool. But yeah, man. So we were leaving at the end of the night, about 2 a.m. 2 a. We got to let the bride and groom do their business, you know. So we all left. And some of the people in the party, we dispersed and we tried to figure out where to go. We're like, oh, my hotel's over here. Mine's over here, right? Mind you, my hotel is four blocks away. I could very have easily just walked there and had no issue whatsoever. But three other people in the party were going the same direction as I was. They all got up on Lime scooters, right? They got up on, you know, like, all right, cool. We're just about to, like, you know, zoom, 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 zip over there and shit. It's going to be fun. You have the wind in your face, all that shit. It'll be cool. And me being very inebriated at the time was like, that sounds like a good idea. Let me do that shit. So I got myself on a lime scooter and I'll start going, get a little ha- used to the to the RPMs or whatnot, go over off the sidewalk. I follow the rest of the crew as they cross the street. As I'm crossing the street, my front wheel hits a divot. Bam. I go right over the top of the bars. Uh, I land to the left of me, uh, put my hand out. Hits the the pavement, gets all scratched up. You probably can't see it right now, but I had, like, this was all red. Blood was coming everywhere. I have my suit jacket and everything on. Uh, I landed on my thigh right here, right, this part. And I didn't realize this at the time, but that weed pen that I previously had in this pocket was now in this pocket, right? And so I felt that, like, my leg had fallen And, like, I got, like, it was, like, bruising up and whatnot. But I didn't know the extent of the damage of, like, what I did, right? So I'm so hammered. I'm more upset that I'm bleeding and that I have a tux on that I rented that I could potentially fuck up than I am about the pain and the suffering of what the fuck was going on, right? So, (laughs) like, this is all happening, like, in 10 20 seconds i just looked down i was just like fuck all right i've fallen before i've fallen drunk before i'm like all right well we're right there let's might as well keep going so i get back up on the scooter <laughs> you know after a couple people see me eat shit <laughs> and you know go over to my hotel i reach into my pocket to go pull out the the hotel key card so i can get into the building and i reach in and i find that there's little pieces of glass shards in my pocket and the pocket is sticky as hell and i'm like reaching i'm trying to find the key i'm like what the fuck what is this and i reach in my pocket and i pull out the rest of what like the the battery portion of like the vape and i see that the other part that's supposed to have like the oil in it is completely shattered and it's just like like a little attachment with some jagged edges on it so I finally at that moment realized that like my weed pen had exploded when I fell off of the line bike and that's the reason why my leg was feeling so sore and but I'm still dealing with the the, the blood coming down on my hand um I beep into the to the the hotel I go up to my room and then like as I'm like trying to get undressed and make sure nothing is getting dirty or whatnot like Bro, it looked like a murder scene up there <laughs> in that hotel. I was, like, putting my hand under warm water, like, trying to, you know, make sure it doesn't get, like, uh, 
infected or anything like that. I'm trying to get it to stop the bleeding. I'm also like super drunk and like stumbling a little bit. Luckily, I didn't get a drop of blood on the tux whatsoever. I don't know how that happened, how that was possible. But the other portion of that situation was like the weed shit, the weed juice that was in my fucking fucking pocket. I had to take that out and clean the pocket under the sink and shit. So that took me like probably 15 minutes to get that shit all like so it felt like somewhat normal. Okay, they're doing the uh, national anthems right now. It's probably going to start in a little bit. Um, This Canelo fight, baby. But uh, but yeah, man, I had fuck all that shit. I had to clean out. I'm in my hotel room. I'm drunk. I'm like trying to figure out where there's water and shit, and you know, trying to stay hydrated. And you know, I was like, I the hotel that I wanted that I picked, I intentionally chose because it had a balcony that I wanted to go smoke fucking weed on, right? So. After I finally get cleaned up, I take a shower. I'm like, you know, in freaking comfortable clothes. I roll up a joint and I go walk around the the area of the hotel where I can go up to the balcony. I go up like another flight and it turns out the fucker is closed. I couldn't even go up there. I was like, why the fuck did I even want to like stay at this hotel? I could have paid less money to go somewhere else. But, you know, your boy had to improvise. So I opened up the, you know, the windows in the room. Went to the little bathroom, go smoke there in the corner. She was just blowing that, blowing that shit right there by the, um, by where the shower was and all that shit. The windows can kind of open a little bit. They were like the the slats or whatever. So your boy chiefed a little bit right there. That helped me relax, calm down, and then eventually passed out. But uh, I had like like the the white linen sheets or whatever like there was a pillow that had blood all over it there was like towels that had blood all over it and everywhere so it looked kind of wild like there was blood that fell on the carpet like near the closet where I was trying to take and put the the, the, the tuxedo and everything together back in like you know the zip and all that shit I, the shoes you know all that stuff bro it was it was wild it was a mess it was a fucking mess man it was it was intense fucking crazy um yeah man so my hand was all jacked up my leg broke purple deep purple fat it was like maybe like this big like the whole bruise all up on my leg and as the bruise was like healing the (laughs) it was moving it was like shifting it would be like a different shape every two days man it was wild when we first started off it was like kind of round like a football kind of like I don't know, like, it looked kind of like Australia, like, the the, um, the outline of the country of Australia, bro, like, it was crazy, um, yeah, and then it started kind of, like, dropping down with, like, <laughs> with the uh, gravity, and then it kind of looked like the outline of Africa for a little bit, uh, on the side of my leg, all purple and shit, and then it kind of healed in certain patches, and it, at one point, it kind of looked like a bunny, <laughs> Or like a a duck. I think somebody said it looked like a duck or something. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I don't remember, man. But, uh, yeah. (laughs) Let's see here. What's up, Colin? What's going on? (laughs) I don't even know who was was all up in here and shit then. Yeah, it was cool, man. We made it. We made it, though. Shout out to Colin Movement. Um, If you do not know, give him a follow. He's the homie. Uh, he's one of the people who actually has showed up to our comedy shows. One of the few people who I've been able to meet from Twitch. 
and is now IRL friends with. So shout out to you, bro. Um, that was cool. We got the hang. We should have took a picture, man. Could have made everybody all jealous, but it's cool. It's cool. Um, <laughs> what's going on? State your name. What's good? Just uh, and you at 93. What's up? Do I know you? Do we know each other? I hope so. I hope so. You're watching the shit, right? Oh, man. Yeah, that bruise was crazy, man. I still, my, my thigh is, like, still a little contused just because I haven't been, like, icing it or anything. But the bruise is completely gone. Like, I got some scar scarring right here. And my, my palm's still a tiny bit sore, but not too bad. Um, yeah, we definitely got to take a pick next time. Um, but, yeah, I'm good. I'm fine. <laughs> it was just crazy when it happened. Um, it was fucking wild, man. Lime lime scooters when you're drunk. I'm not gonna do it. I gotta take at least a year off from doing that shit, okay? I was very close to being convinced to do another one a couple weeks ago and I was just like I don't know, bro. <laughs> like, come on, this is too soon, man. It's too fucking soon. Uh yeah. Stay safe out there. Definitely stay safe. What else? What else do I wanna talk about? Look at my fucking calendar app, see what else happen here mm, cousin's wedding da, 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 da. citizen hotel oh yeah so fuck bro like the whole week prior to like my my uh my birthday on the 24th was pretty interesting like friday the 16th we went out to k-town we went to uh um the most of you guys know him as a battle rapper initially a guy by the name of dumbfounded this uh, korean rapper uh reps koreatown probably the hardest out of anybody out there he was cool man so he's been a part of our comedy show in the past um i actually was introduced to him by a friend of mine mike kim who is uh, another very hilarious comedian um but mike he's been uh blowing up a little bit on uh, on the socials man especially tiktok man he's got a big tiktok presence and and dumbfounded also has that too so like go both guys being you know uh i think uh i don't even know how they initially like met each other or whatnot but both you know two very cool korean cats and uh yeah they uh i was able to book both of them on the show and then eventually i guess dumbfounded decided you know i want to do my own show right and so he promoted that, got like a full Asian, um, you know, lineup or whatnot. And he packed the place out, bro. It was, there was like three, 400 people there. It was wild. It was, a, it was a big, big crowd and it was cool. Um, so I got to see dumbfounded, uh, another guy who we had on the show prior, Kevin Shea. Um, he's a very well-established comic has traveled with, uh, I think he's open for, uh, Dr. Ken Jung. He, both of those guys were a part of this crew called the Four Kims of Comedy that happened a couple years ago. Don't ignore, ignore the fucking sirens and the fucking fireworks and everything that's happening right now. Uh, Canelo is about to fight Billy Joe Saunders in a couple minutes. He's about to walk out. They're doing the whole crazy uh, intro and shit right now. Uh, I think Billy Joe's coming out first. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Oh, this little promo showing all the different uh, British champions. Um Oh, yeah, it's going to be a few minutes. There's a couple minutes left in this UFC fight. Watterson Rodriguez, 240 left. So I think it'll time out okay. Um, not that you guys care. <laughs> I don't really give a shit. But in any event, um, I'm going to take a drink. Cheers. Cheers. Mm -mm -mm. So, yeah, 
went out to Dumbfounder show. Uh, ended up going out to uh, to a bar afterwards, and met up with both Kevin Shea. The goddamn car alarms. Um, so we met up with Kevin Shea, <laughs> and we met up with Dumbfounded afterwards at at this bar, and uh, we were just there to hang out and just have a good time. But uh, at one point, Dumbfounded sees both me and VJ there, and he knows because, like, you know, we worked on a couple shows before, and he was just like, hey, man, I really do appreciate you come for coming and supporting us. Like, uh, I want to support you guys because you guys, you know, are in Koreatown. You guys are one of the first people to, like, try to do shows in this area, and, you know, you guys try to represent pretty well. Um, you guys, you know, give a lot of mixed comics, but you give a lot of, uh, you know, good opportunities to other people. You bring funny people who maybe you don't necessarily know about because there are a lot of really funny comics in L.A. that are um, on the bubble. They're on the cusp. They're on the come up. Right. So you may not necessarily be exposed to them, but there's some funny motherfuckers, dude. I'm I'm finding I'm finding more and more of them like every week, man. Like I have a master list just right over here. It's like deep, bro. Of People I want to book deep. Like couple hundred people deep. Like there's so many good good acts out here that you could uh, that I would say are bookable in my opinion. Um, but yeah, he showed so much love and he was appreciative of us of being there and for us giving him a chance to to perform on the show. And because uh, you know he hasn't had that opportunity to to do comedy as much. Um, and he's pretty new to comedy and just as like an art form in general because I mean he's he's got the music background but. I mean, he was doing like some like all deaf digital stuff and some kind of like roast type comedy shit uh, in the past. But um, yeah, man, he's got his podcast going and and what have you. So um, there's some people who get really prissy when like people from other uh, avenues decide to try to do comedy. But I mean, it's like, hey, man, if they're funny, they're funny. Right. So if they can they can draw and they got an audience, they got an audience. So um yeah, I mean, he's still fairly fairly new, so I'm not gonna be too critical of like what he did. But he made me laugh a couple times, man. And uh, the shit that he had to say too was like important, I guess, at the time too, because of all the the whole violence that was going on with a lot of the Asian community, uh, which um, you know definitely protect the Asian elders and all that stuff, because that was some bullshit that was just going on in in the country um, for the last like year or so, really, since COVID really came out. Um, it's been wild. It's been wild, and. So like his his uh, the show that he put on, it was uh, also used to kind of direct funds to uh, protecting the I guess the AAPI community, Asian American Pacific Islander. Um, Kevin Shea had some some interesting thoughts on that whole abbreviation and whatnot, and was kind of trying to joke around and kind of roast about it and shit. It's not gonna lie, a couple people in the audience were kind of heckling about that shit, which I'm like, bro, like just chill, man. Like come on, like don't ruin it for everybody else, but. Not everybody knows how to act at a comedy show and like the way that people are at like just hyper sensitive to shit nowadays. It's just like, man, like just let it go. Like there's like there's no intention behind like a lot of the stuff that's being said. So it's like you just got to be able to, you know, take it and keep going. But um, yeah, man, it was it was an awesome night. I man. we had a fun ass time. Dumb. He talked to us for like, I swear, 30 minutes straight at the bar and like just we're just going over like everything that he did, um, you know, plans talking about plans for the future he was thinking about making his show like a monthly show um our situation has changed unfortunately with our current venue that we had in koreatown um but i'd love to keep keep going and keep booking and keep doing more shows in that area because i mean i've lived there pre previously vj and i both hang out there quite often that's like one of the parts of towns that we we enjoy being 
Um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's a shame if we can't you know continue how we did prior, but um, yeah, man, hopefully we can keep 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 it moving, keep doing some other stuff, and find some new spots in that area. Uh, I like that spotted town because it's it's still central. It's close enough to like where you can get to everything, um, but it's not as like that kind of bougie veneer of Hollywood and all that stuff too, right? Like you get people be acting different kind of ways when they when they when they get by Sunset and Melrose and all those places, right? So you got a little less of that. You have a pocket of community that's like you know they got their own established culture and uh, their own vibe to them, and uh, and so. I like it. I like the people who live there and like the people, the businesses and the stuff like that. The food is obviously tremendous. There's a big Salvadorian community that lives just south of that area too. So there's a lot of good other, you know, mix of like the Latino community, Mexican community, um, and a lot of the, I guess the Korean community that lives there too. There's a small Thai town area. There's a population that doesn't live too far away too. So there's a little, couple little different pockets that are pretty cool there, I'd say. Um, you know, having been in LA since 2010 like uh I do enjoy being in in K-Town I don't as enjoy being in other parts of towns all the time but uh K-Town's pretty cool spot so you know hopefully we can be able to keep keep it moving and keep doing stuff there but uh I was happy that uh uh you know we were able to chop it up have a good time um (laughs) so that was really fun man um what else what else really happened so yeah I was dumbfounded show uh then we did the campus billiard show two days later I got my second vaccination shot on 420, and then we did, like I said, we did the, the DJ stream, uh, did more comedy. Oh, I got to do some comedy out in Venice Beach. Uh, shout out to Prohibition Comedy, Chris M., for putting a little gig together. Uh, Chris is an interesting cat, man. He's uh, That dude grinds like crazy, man. He's got like a lot of big plans in the works, so we'll see what, what he's got uh got up and moving um give me one moment i'm about to change over this video here because ufc fights just ended marina rodriguez took the victory over michelle waterson by decision and yeah let's see here boom 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 mute that unmute that let's see boom mute boom 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 let's see er, er, er. Stop casting. Sorry about the difficulties and the delays. I got to watch my boxing. I got to watch my boy Canelo do work. All right. Where were we? (laughs) Oh, yeah, the Venice Comedy Show, man. So that was an interesting one, man. Um, So Chris, he's very deep in, like, the underground party rave kind of scene. That culture, that whole thing. There's been a lot of shows that have been going on during quarantine on the very, very down low, and he's known about all of it. So, um, but yeah, he helps put on like different productions and different shows and stuff too. So, this spot, there was like four different tents that had setups, and like three of them had different like DJs playing at it. And then our setup was just one for like the comics, and it was closest to like the. the boardwalk right there like the other ones were a little closer to the to the to the beach where, like where the water was um but like you could still kind of hear the boom 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 all that shit kind of blaring so it was a little interesting like typically when you're at a comedy show you don't want to like competing noises and shit like that but uh you know you, you do what you got to do but we had a cool little crowd there's maybe like 
15, 20 people at any particular point. People walking in and out, coming and going. Just random people just on the beach just came, coming and chopping it up, checking it out. But uh, I thought I had a pretty good set. I thought I did okay. Um, got to see Jeremiah Watkins perform, which was really cool. Uh, Jeremiah was, was hilarious. He was uh, he was vibing. He, he was awesome with, with like picking up with what the vibe the crowd's given or the energy of like the venue or whatever because like yeah he came with some energy man and he was really funny um if you're not familiar with jeremiah watkins he was uh mainstay at the comedy store was um a member of what's called the wave a part of the uh, roast battle tradition that happens there at the comedy store kind of like the um uh, the people who kind of do little interludes, little skits or whatnot in between the different people, uh, the comics. There's Canelo. There he is. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> it was fun. Um, we had a good time. Got a little turn out there. And uh, we had uh, VJ's friend Xavier. He was in town, so he was staying with us too. So he stayed with us for about like a week, which was cool. Showed up. He was at the Campus Billiards show, and then he stayed all the way till I think my birthday, the twenty fourth, right? Yeah, he went out with us on the twenty fourth. So yeah, my birthday was the next night, and we did the damn thing. Um, I'm forgetting something here. I want to say on the seventeenth, I had like the craziest Twitch experience that I've ever had so far. I mean, I've only been on Twitch like a year, but bro, bro, crazy. So I was doing a stream. And my intentions were to, like, just do a stream right into Four Colors Zach, uh, who's, like, if you're not following him on Twitch, you're fucking up right now. I'm just going to tell you right now. Um, that man is a fucking legend. Amazing. Uh, the multimedia prowess that this dude has now and just being able to, yeah, he makes a fun show. He makes a f hilarious, fun-ass show. Um, definitely going to be watching him tonight after this Canelo fight ends. But, um, man... So I'm doing my thing. I raid into his shit. He says, oh, thank you or whatever. We're just hanging out. We're chilling. I'm drinking. I'm smoking. I'm doing my thing. And I'm in the Discord. We're just chilling, having a good time. And it gets to about like 2 a.m. And Zach's like starting to, you know, wrap things up a bit. Just be like, all right, who should I raid? Thinking, thinking of stopping a little bit soon. Motherfucking... Uh, Valix, real underscore Valix up in Twitch land. Uh, he was all, he's the moderator for, for Zach. He's talking to him. He's in the Discord. I'm like, hey, man, I got like my gear set up right now. Do you think if I ask him, if I get back on live and if I ask him, do you think he'll raid me? And Valix was just like, oh, yeah, for sure. He'll do that shit for sure. Like, you've been in here supporting. Like, yeah. Like he, he fucks with you You do it And so I'm like Okay Challenge accepted And I had everything all set up <laughs> Computer Had uh, the homie Juan Had his mixer fucking ready I had it all ready bro It like I don't, like, I don't even know what I did Or what needed to be done But it was insane So I'm trying to get all this shit the, uh, Everything plugged back into my, my laptop and as I'm doing that, I have all the connections and everything ready to go. Like, it's supposed to be working. And for whatever reason, it was not recognizing um, 
the fucking mixer, bro. It was not recognizing that at all. So I couldn't I couldn't load up songs onto like, you know, fucking to the left, to the right. I couldn't do any of that shit. It was like Serato was just or like it was it was set up as if it just I had no equipment. So it wasn't recognizing anything. So I was freaking the fuck out because I realized Zach was like trying to like wrap it up and, you know, raid somebody at that point. So I'm unplugging, plugging back in. I'm restarting everything. I'm turning stuff off, turning stuff back on. I restart my laptop about like 10 minutes into trying to troubleshoot this. I'm just like scratching my head going like, what the hell is the problem? What is the issue? Like, what is happening? And I still to this day do not know what exactly happened. I'm assuming one of the cables that I had was just really faulty. One of the USB cables, I think. Um, So we have a couple of them and we change them out every once in a while. And I think my the XLR cable we had for the mic that I was using too was also a bad one. So people couldn't really hear me very well. I listened to it back later and was like, fuck, bro. Like, <laughs> I can't even hear myself. It would come in and out. So, uh, yeah, man, it was wild. So <laughs> I had Way Funky. Shout out to Way Funky uh, representing uh, uh, New Mexico to the fullest. Uh, he was uh, <laughs> helping me trying to troubleshoot the whole thing so mind you this whole time typically vj is there he's the right hand man he's the man who graduated college as an audio engineer so he knows what the fuck he's doing like audio video stuff right bro he went out and was drinking with like friends of his so i didn't have him there to help he helped me earlier over the phone when i first started um prior and then by the time he, he got wasted and was not responding to anything, I was kind of tipsy too, going like, what the fuck? And like me, when like shit, when when I do process A to B to C to D and it doesn't equal E, like I get fucking just frustrated. Like it was pissing me off. Like A plus B equals C, A plus B equals C, A plus B equals C, and then A plus B and then you don't get C. Like that drives me insane. It, I was just like, what in the fuck? I was going crazy. I was going nuts. If I had hair, I'd pull it out. Like, it was bad. And uh, I was just trying to, like, figure out what was going on, figuring out what was going on. I finally restarted my laptop. Um, I plugged in the equipment once more. And then it finally just worked. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Um, <laughs> and then Way Funky helped me fix the levels or whatnot. I had to, like, turn our speaker all the way down and figure all that shit. But, um turn the bass all the way down because it was like two three in the morning and like neighbors below us and shit they fucking complain and stuff they got stuff to do the next day so like yeah (laughs) it was a whole ordeal finally got it to work and zach rated me with like 230 people and i was like oh my god this shit is wild it's game time and i just started playing i don't know what i was doing i was going through mostly vj's crate of just like a whole bunch of old school hyphy music and shit and just playing just playing slappers and having fun time just gigging just dancing and uh, i think i played for like two hours or two three hours afterwards so i was up i was tired like the next couple days but it was crazy i was buzzing dude i got so nervous a couple times there was a couple times where i was just like all right let's drink and my hand was like holding the glass like this like i'm usually good with being able to control my nerves and not being too flustered or frustrated but yo i was like i have like 200 people up in this bitch and like i am rusty as a motherfucker in terms of just like being able to mix and whatnot so 
and I was drunk too at the time and I had just come off being fella frustrated just having the shit just not working forever and it was whew, it was fun I, it was it was it was a thrill it was exhilarating thank you so much Zach uh, I got a shit ton of followers from that I really do appreciate it got a, got some subs too ended up making um what is it affiliate affiliate status so thank you so much everybody um the last month has been fun um i want to put a little recap together of some of the last streams some of the funny moments that we've had and some of the you know i guess cool mixes that we've been able to do so that'll be that'll be in the in the works um i'm a little distracted right now canelo's uh opening up right here this is a round one uh my god there's so many wild colors in this fight dude uh canelo has like turquoise trunks with gold on the belt line right and his gloves are the same color turquoise right with gold on like the thumb part this full billy joe saunders has blue with green on the trunks with red lettering sparkle letters and then he has lime green gloves on bro there's so many fucking colors in this fight man let's go canelo let's go baby um but yeah that was a crazy night. That was a crazy night. Serge talking shit about my wardrobe and my beverage choices. Like, I couldn't have <laughs> expected any less, man. It was awesome. Uh, Spinorita was up in the chat. I don't, Colin was there. I, I'm sure Colin was there. I don't even remember if you were there. I was, I, there's so many, so much shit was happening. Like, I was missing people in the chat. Uh, girl Jackie, whatever. Uh, shout out to you. I know, like, I missed you, your comments. Um yeah there was so many so much shit was going on man i was like ah it was like it was crazy it was hectic but i had a fun ass night and i was just i was on a high i was on a high until like five six in the morning just going like i can't believe that actually happened and uh got to play a lot of songs that i liked um and i held like maybe like 100 viewers like throughout the whole thing it was fucking crazy um yeah man <laughs> uh Oh, I gotta hit the, hit y'all with the link. All right, hold on a second. Let me see. This is my this might violate some terms and rights and whatnot, but uh, I'll hook y'all up. We won't replay this chat anywhere else. <laughs> we won't do it. Oh, okay. Boom, boom, boom. Control V. Bah. There you go. There you go, Colin. If you're not watching already. Um. Yeah, it was it was crazy. Fun ass time. Uh. His feet are sloppy. Hold on a second. All right, sorry about this. Sorry about this. Got some technical difficulties, folks. This one of these streams wasn't working the best. Uh, da -da, close, close banner. Play. Oh shit. Oh no. Hope so. Hopefully nobody got knocked out. Hopefully I didn't miss anything. No, nope, I don't think I did. Oh, nope, they're in between rounds. We're good. All right, cool. Can't tell you who won that round, though, but, but fuck it. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that was awesome. Thank you once again, Four Colors Act. Thank you for everybody who was chilling in the in the chat that whole time. Um, yeah, that's, that's something I'll never forget. And it's hilarious, too, because fucking Supreme Kai is... I knew he was, he was going to be so jealous as soon as this happened. As soon as, like, the wheels started getting into motion, I'm like... He's not involved in this. If I could pull this off, he's going to be so fucking, like, pissed about that he wasn't there. Um, and he kind of was. <laughs> but it was it was tremendous. I had a good-ass time. 
Um, so yeah, I'm definitely gonna try to get back up and uh, running sometime in the near future. Try to get uh, so like when the IRS hits me back up with that money that I'm owed, I'm gonna start buying more equipment and shit so we can get uh, this shit really up and up and popping. I got so much work I got to do. I got to clean up my Serato crates. I got a shit ton of tracks that I got to like organize and all this stuff. I have vocal samples that I want to clip up that I've like ripped off of like YouTube pages and shit. So um, I already have a couple that I have saved. I have like a whole crate for like sound effects and all that stuff. And um, it's going to be wild. Um, Yeah, I've been inspired by so many of these damn DJs that have been on the twitch for this last year or so and there's some really talented folks out there and some people have made it their own their own medium and have taken it over so i really i really have enjoyed that for however long it lasts because i know there's been some legal issues with dmca and the labels and trying to get the rights to all this stuff and they've been having issues so i've heard that they're kind of de-emphasize all the djs that have been going up on twitch or whatnot so not have them on like the the you know the suggested i guess or like have the uh main um on the was it main page or whatever um yeah colin there's so many people here i think it's like a full house in uh texas man they just don't give a damn texas and florida have just not given any dams about this damn pandemic it's been wild um so many people man that's like it's like back to normal over there bro the only thing different is the ref's got a mask on that's about it or the yeah yeah and some of the photographers too but uh oof that was wild that was a wild night um so four colors act tends to have a lot of really cool uh artists and djs also following on his stream no, Texas don't give a shit at all. <laughs> um, yo, this one DJ, she's tremendous. She's awesome. Uh, DJ Yasmina, um, real vibey shit. She's cool. Um, I'd followed her months prior, right? She's blew, blown up uh, uh, a bit on Twitch. She's got a pretty considerable following. She apparently had followed my pro my page on here on Twitch uh, when I, I got raided. I realized that after the fact, because uh, I would have shot her out there, because just I'm like, oh, DJ Yasmina, what's up? Thank you so much for the follow. But she she fucked with the she fucked with your boy. She gave me a follow, so I was like, fuck yeah. Um, so after I was done, like when like four five in the morning, I still had like fifty people with me on the stream. So shout out to you guys, because you guys went through like fucking hip hop hyphy to like um, what else? What was I playing like? like groovy like r&b kind of stuff like new newer stuff i played some old school funk couple funk tracks and then i went into like some house shit at the end and finished with some like bass shit i think i I went all over the place at the end the last like hour was like kind of like out there i'm not gonna lie i was just going all over the place whatever i felt like i didn't do bachata nope that'll be on another mix um did I? I might have played Bad Bunny. I did play some Bad Bunny because Susie Bay was in the was in the chat. I had to I had to play. I think I played Booker T for her. Um, yeah, <laughs> I was playing a lot of hyphy shit because like Serge was just like fucking with it. I was like, all right, Serge, let's go, baby, let's do this shit. I play what I play like NHT boys. I play like some like some cuts, man. Some cuts. Andre Nicotina. I was playing some 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 slappers, son. 
So that was fun. Um, but yeah, I had like 50 other people by the end of the, when I finished the stream. So I raided right into Yasmina and she gave me a big shout out. So I was, I was kicking it in her thing for like another 30, 40 minutes or whatever. Just chopping it up back and forth. Um, hmm. Okay. Okay. I see you, Demetrius Andrade. Um, trying to call out Billy Joe and Canelo here. Says they're too scared to fight him. All right, Canelo got Billy Joe back in up against the ropes and landed. Tried to land a couple uh, powerful shots. I haven't really seen much else. There's <laughs> been a lot of dancing around in the middle of the ring, which is Billy Joe's kind of forte. Um, that guy loves to like come in and out quick. Uh, he's never in the same spot to hit him, so he's he's tough to time up. Um, talented guy himself, but man. Man, so yeah, we were chilling. Dude, I was up to like five thirty six in the morning that night, just hanging out, and I was just on on the, I was on cloud nine. That was fun. That shit was fun, man. I like had to like smoke a joint in the middle of the stream just to fucking calm down. I think I smoked it at four twenty a.m. It's like fucking have to, bro. I had to. So yeah, that was fucking fun, man. Uh, I'm we're de we're definitely gonna do that. <laughs> do that shit again. <laughs> Oh man, fun shit, man. That was that was exciting. We got some big plans for what we want to do for the next couple streams. Um I'm planning to try to do a stream on our rooftop. So, we live on a duplex and we have the upstairs portion or I guess it's a triplex. It's two on the bottom and one upstairs. So, like we have the upstairs portion. So, like we can hard wire hard line my laptop up on the flat part of where the roof is and we could set the camera up so we could have in the background behind us uh the downtown la skyline that will be ideal so hopefully we can do that shit sometime in the next couple of weeks but uh ooh, caught him with the cross um we have another function event that we want to do uh ended up meeting a friend of a friend who owns a or who has a a loft in downtown LA and so we would love to do some shit over there. And he has some cool views and some cool sight lines. We might do a comedy show up in that loft, so like stay tuned cuz like that might be the next one we do. Um we're also in the works of talking to do trying to do comedy at a, a brewery out in El Segundo and possibly some other places too. So I think Campus Billiards we're going to do that once a month and then we'll we'll see about this Fullerton spot what we're going to do. Um, with that but um yeah man I'm trying to think what else happened uh where were we yeah so i've been all over the place man <laughs> i've been doing a whole bunch of shit oh, i didn't even talk about it. i went up to the bay for a couple of days oh yeah that's where it was i was up in um when i was in sacramento stockton area for uh the wedding i was able to make it out to uh uh, Oakland for a day, which was fun. I had a fun ass time. Uh, shout out to Coach Kitty Cat. We got to get some drinks. That was fun. Shout out to uh, to A Marie too. Uh, it's really fun, fun individual to meet out there. So, um, yeah, man, trying to make you know internet friends into real life friends. That's kind of cool. That's fucking cool. That's good. Um, <laughs> Coach Kitty Cat, shout out to you for uh, the 
whole stretch series that I've been using. So <laughs> been incorporating some of those uh, stretches into my normal workouts. So thank you for that. I do appreciate it. Um, yeah, we'll kick it um, at some point in the future. Uh, I Oh, so check this out. I think the next time we might see each other is going to be 12 weeks from today because 12 weeks from today is hard summer, baby. I got my ticket. I'm going to be there. I hope to see as many of you people there as I can because that shit is going to be litty titties, bro. It's going to be fucking epic, wild shit. Like, it's going to be rambunctious. There's there's going to be cra- crazy. It's going to be wild. It's, there's, it's going to be crazy. Like, people are just going to want to go like, bah, and that's how it's going to be. Like, wild, wild shit. It's going to be summertime, though, so it's going to be fucking hot. So just be ready. Out in uh, Fontana, I guess, over there. San Bernardino, San Bernardino, Nas Event Center. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. I will be there. So that means I got 12 weeks to get into the best shape since quarantine started. Because <laughs> your boy put on the COVID-19 to 20 to 25 pounds. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. I fucked up. I done fucked up. I had to get refitted for that tux for this, the wedding. It was, yeah, yeah. Talk about an eagle bruise, bro. Like that was that was not not the best. <laughs> but uh but yeah, man. Um so I've been on the grind. I've been trying to to lose some weight and shit like that, trying to get back into the gym, get more consistent, be better with my diet. That's gonna be a big thing. Um Yeah. Yeah, I got some time. Twelve weeks is a good amount of time. Um the heaviest I got up to be like I was a little over two fifty. I'm not gonna lie. Um about like two forty right now, so I've been able to lose some of that weight but i've also like i was around 240 like prior to the wedding and obviously with that whole situation just being with my family eating a lot um my birthday going out drinking and stuff like that i put on a couple pounds but i've been able to get that off the last like week and a half or so so that's the plan man just keep you know live my you know keep doing the thing be on the grind live my best life and you know do the damn thing man it's gonna be fun. I need to be in shape to be able to dance how I want to dance. Like that's, I'm, for, fuck the like superficial shit of all that stuff. Like I just want to be able to have enough wind to like be able to groove like the whole weekend. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> people have gone to festivals and shit. Like if you're an amateur, like day one you're done. <laughs> like day two and day three you might have like the you know the best acts in the world performing in front of you, but you can't move, man. If your legs can't move, you can't move. Like just over here just doing this shit like that and then your shoulders are tired like you know you know what i mean you got to be in shape to party bro like that's how it is man like at least for me i like i like going hard but yeah <laughs> i'm a nut i know it. it is what it is it is what it is at least i know it but um yeah man that's that's gonna be fun i'm gonna have a fun time there i think a couple other friends of mine are gonna go too so i gotta figure out the whole airbnb situation once again government give me my money bro so i can figure this shit out and just have it handled so i don't have to worry about it but um yep that'll be next <laughs> um that's next on uh on the on the agenda that's probably the next big thing that i have kind of to plan for um what else might do a trip somewhere possibly like i said earlier pacific northwest maybe it's in the works it's in discussions i don't know yet we got a lot of moving parts I would love to go visit Seattle at some point, Portland as well. Uh, try to do comedy up there. 
Um, Supreme Kai has a birthday on the same day as my little brother, uh, June 30th. So happy early birthday to them. Um, and he's going to be up in NorCal, so I'm probably going to go back to be with my family and to be with him for his party because he's going to do a party that weekend too. So as- aside from that, I'm trying to get booked on like some comedy shows up in the nor- you know Northern California, uh, the San Joaquin Valley 209 area. I've, last time I was there, I did an open mic. I was able to meet some comics that possibly could get me a couple spots, so that'd be cool. Um, so shout out to everybody who I met there. I think it was at the Hype Bar uh, open mic uh, over in Quail Lakes. Had a fun time uh, doing that. Um, ideally, can get some uh, get some some spots over in Sacramento or in the Bay Area. The Bay Area would be really fun. Uh, I got a few connections out there who I've met uh, through doing like online comedy or just friends of friends. Um, I've had a couple of friends vouch for me too because I've posted in some of the Facebook groups about it. Just kind of last minute, but um, I'm gonna be a little bit more proactive once we got like actual dates to kind of like flesh out and shit like that. Because I'm trying to do comedy all over the place, man. Like last year, that was one of my big plans: try to you know travel, do comedy in other spots, you know Nevada, Arizona, um, Northwest. I'd love to go to Oregon for the first time. You know, just go check out the scenes and just, you know, get your name out there. Just uh, become a part of uh, that whole traveling, you know, comic community and just, uh, you know, knowing people who run spots and people who run clubs and, and what have you. Just uh, cause I have a lot of friends, um, people who have, are already of a traveling comedians, uh, people who are even at the open micro levels who have gone out to places like Texas, Florida. Um, some other spots, um, Texas in particular, I've had, there might've been like 20 comics that I know that I've gone to Texas in the last like three weeks. Um, there's been a lot of them out there. There's been some drama out there too, apparently and shit, but like, uh, I won't get into that today. Um, but yeah, man, it's, uh, it is what it is. Um, I was trying to travel before the pandemic ended and that shit was on pause now i'm double vaccinated it's been a couple weeks so now i'm feeling uh, a little more confident to be able to go out there and not have that uh you know all that stuff lingering in the back of your head this whole covid situation i've talked about it numerous times i felt like i was a really at-risk person considering the fact that i'm you know asthmatic um and having no knowledge of what the fuck was going on at the beginning i was super super scared and preoccupied of with making sure my health is number one. Um, but yeah, I've been going a little bit more, a little bit more out there. Um, so I'm not as tense or as, you know, I don't have that, uh, sense of anxiety being around people. Um, which I, I understand not everybody does coming back after all this whole lockdown and everything. So, um, I'm excited to get back and going, man. Like, cause I feel this summer is just going to be just, bumping like it's gonna and everything everything that i love at least it's just gonna be bang 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 just a lot of stuff just gonna be on and popping so i'm gonna try to be ready for that and do my part man have my my share of fun because that's what i do i live i live my life how i how i like to enjoy it man so we'll see we'll see real life is gonna step up again too because we've been kind of living on this whole at least for me i've been living on this whole little um kind of unemployment vibe where I haven't been putting myself out there and being 
you know, needing to have a ooh nine to five job necessarily. All right, Billy Joe caught him with the left over the top. Oh, and a straight right. Probably won that round. Ooh, after the clinch, that's a little sneaky, sneaky punch there. Okay, that's a veteran. Oops, that's a, that's some Billy Joe Saunders shit right there. But, uh yeah, this summer should be fun. Should be fucking fun. Um, hopefully, I can go to a couple other places. I'd love to go visit Texas. Never been. Um, I know there's a few people in Florida. I don't know if now's the time to go, but. At some point, I'd love to go visit. Um, maybe New York for the summertime. I don't know. I don't know. I want. I want to get up and move and go do other stuff. But right now, I got the hard summer tickets, and also got tickets to Outside Lands in um, October, November. That's at Halloween weekend. So actually, it's October. So it's like the 29th through the 31st. So that shit is gonna be fun. There's a lot of cool people in that lineup. Um, I think for both of those, I'm gonna see Katrinata, which is like. I feel like it's half the reason I got those tickets because I had tickets to see K Trinata right around my birthday last year in 2020. Obviously, it got postponed, got postponed again, and then he just outright canceled the show. So I was like, fuck, man, I want to see K Tra, bro. That's, that's my guy. That's like, it's one of my favorite DJs of all time, man. My favorite acts, man. He's so amazing. It's epic. Um, I don't have enough words to describe my feelings to K Tra's music, but man, yeah. It's my shit. So I was upset that the the show got canceled, but um, I had a, I had like three tickets. I had that ticket. I had a ticket to see Duck Sauce up in San Francisco at the Midway, and then I had tickets to go see Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib. Um, and then Bad Bad Not Good was opening for them too. So that was gonna be a fucking vibe ass show too. I would have been sick, man. Cause Freddie Gibbs is like one of my favorites right now. He is putting putting in work the last couple years man i think ever since he got out of jail and where was he belgium somewhere over there man has been putting in work and has done his thing oh shit was there a headbutt pretty sure it was a headbutt canelo kind of in the deep deep end of this man oh shit it's not looking so hot right now not looking so hot. Hold on a second. I got to fix this. this. The screen keeps stalling on me. Hold on a second. Boop. All right. Do it this way. There we go. Now we can watch it. <laughs> fuck. Come on, Canelo. Ah, fuck. Is that six rounds right now, man? Damn. Yeah, ooh, there's Jerry Jones. That guy's got a lot of money. A lot of money. Ah, <sighs> boy. Where was I? What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Seeing Kate Trinata. No, I got to refresh the page. No, no, no. What happened? What happened? No, what happened? No, what happened? Don't don't leave me. Don't leave me. What are you doing? Don't leave me. There's Jerry Jones again. Er, er, there we go. Please work. Please work. Please work. All right. Cool. I think it's working. Oh, my neck. Oh. All right. We're almost two hours into the show. I think I got to start wrapping this shit up a little bit here. Um. Mm, what the fuck else? What the fuck else did I want to talk about? 
summer plans. Um. Oh yeah, it's gonna be Mother's Day tomorrow. Shout out to all the moms out there. Hope you had a having a good Mother's Day. And oh fuck, clipped them. Um, I'm gonna be hanging out with my mom. She'll be in town tomorrow. My little sister, she's a uh, big shout out to my little sister Marissa. She's uh, graduated uh, grad school and is gonna have her finally her in person ceremony on Monday. So, because of COVID, she had to do a lot of stuff, like, virtually. And so, eventually, they, they're they going to let her walk and get her diploma and all that stuff. So, like, big shout-outs to her. That's a big, big moment in her family. Um, I'm really, really proud of her. I can't I can't say enough good things about my little sister. She's a, she's an awesome person. Um, I'm glad she's, like, uh, um, she's grown up to be a, a wonderful human being. Um, she was kind of a little brat when she was younger. <laughs> a lot of crybaby. But she's grown out of a lot of that stuff so uh, <laughs> she's awesome she's awesome uh, good people um and i'm happy for her i'm really i really am so she's able to to get that uh, that degree really fast too i think she got it a year quicker than and or her program was like one of those accelerator programs so she was able to go right through it um so yeah we'll be uh celebrating her as well on monday um which uh, which should be fun one too should be fun um, besides that, I have more comedy shows coming up in the next couple weeks uh, that I'm booked on. Not the ones that I'm running necessarily, but some some of my friends have booked me. Um, I will be performing in uh, Fontana on Wednesday at Ziggy's Bar. Um, that show will be at 8 p.m. Uh, should be a very fun one. I got some some friends of mine on that show too, so we'll be able to hang out, have a good time. Hopefully there. Uh, the following week on the 22nd, I'll be performing in Compton, the Compton Comedy Show. That one, I want to say it's going to be also around like 7 or 8 p.m. Um, check out my Instagram for more information. I always post up anytime I got, excuse me, new shows, any new information, all that stuff will be on my Instagram at Puro Caballero, same exact username as you see here. Um, that's at P-U-R-O-C-A-B-A-L-L-E-R-O for all you gringos. That's what I say. Um, yeah, man. Thank you so much for helping tune in. This Canelo fight is getting interesting. I'm probably going to leave you guys before we're able to <laughs> finish this fight because I want to watch this shit. But, um, yeah, man, this has been episode 90 of the Puro Caballero Show. Uh, we're going to keep bringing you more video, more more Twitch streams, and more YouTube, um, you know, full videos for the whole show. So that'll be coming. That'll be definitely in the works moving forward. I said it was my goal before episode 100 to get the video up and rolling and look at where we're at. Maybe could I have a fit 10 episodes between now and the last time we did a podcast? Maybe. But we're here, so let's not fucking nitpick, okay? All right? All right. Uh, as always, the Puro Caballero Show is available to listen anywhere you get podcasts: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, on Spotify, and on SoundCloud. Like the that's the the home, that's the hub, that's the hub. Um, so you can find it at the Puro Caballero Show, um, as you see in the description below somewhere here. I don't know. I I'm just I don't know what to do with my hands. But um, 
<laughs> it's video, bro. It's three dimensionals, man. I can't I can't be like, you know, grabbing my nose and doing all this, scratching my butt and doing all the stuff that I used to do before. I gotta be more professional. I gotta look at the camera. My neck over hurt over here hurt me and shit. Gotta use my fucking massage gun in a little bit. Um, but yeah. Uh what else? What else we got? Gonna try to give you another episode at some point last next week and we'll be doing more Twitch streams, just, just playing music and shit. Um I am I want to say six subscribers away from getting another emote, so no pressure, guys. No pressure, but uh, I want to I want to give get emotes to the people, bro. So y'all help me help you, okay? <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, man, thank you so much for helping me get to the affiliate status here on Twitch, and we're just only you know trying to make it go up and up, man. Bigger and better things are trying to be up in the works. All right. Um, so thank you so much for tuning in. This has been your host, Mario Caballero, a.k.a. Puro Caballero. And this is Ben the Puro Caballero Show. Thank you. Yee!